Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Rupina Mir, a functional medicine coach and a hormones expert and a cancer thriver. And she owns a private virtual practice focused on women's wellness. Love that. Rupina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mark. It's an honor and a pleasure. Oh, it's amazing to have you here. So can you just expand a bit more on where you are today with your business and who you love to work with? Absolutely. So I love to work with women, midlife women who are in the prime of their careers, uh, burning the candle at both ends from the boardroom to the bedroom, and they're just feeling overwhelmed, stressed. Uh, their hormones, there's massive upheaval that happens after age 35 to 50 with hormones. And so some of the old tips and tricks just aren't working, like what they used to do with calorie restriction or or working out fast and furious with a trainer. It's just not working. And when they go to their conventional doctor, they're like just patronized, they're patted on the back and said, well, get used to it. You're getting older and uh, there's no other solution. But there is a solution. It's called functional medicine, which is the science of wellness versus the science of pathology, right? Our conventional healthcare systems is really a sick care system. It's not a healthcare system. It's about uh, the pathology of disease, naming, taming, and blaming something, and then using a drug to manage the symptoms for the rest of the life. But functional Mm -hmm. medicine is root cause medicine. So it gets to the root cause of what is really creating this. And then some diet and lifestyle hacks for to really overcome that. So those are the types of getting back. It's it's women aged, you know, 35 to 50 who are struggling with hormones. They may not even know that it's hormones, but hormones are really the holy grail for how you look and feel. And uh, to help them regain that uh, if it if it, if they're struggling with the fatigue, the belly fat, the forgetfulness, and to reclaim their power, potency, and pizzazz through the second half of their lives. Fantastic! One thing you said in there that when we're we're told to just just get used to it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! How much, whether it's with our with our health, with our relationships, oh. with our business, do we find ourselves? gradually getting somewhere and we do just get used to um feeling that way putting up with these things saying oh it's just just the way it is and to be told by a professional someone supposed to help you that just get used to it that must be soul destroying it's it's really soul crushing i can't tell you how many clients have come in and 
The other thing I get is that they come in and they're having crazy symptoms, right? But then their provider says, well, your tests are normal. There's nothing wrong with you, making them feel like it's all in your head. And here's a prescription for an antidepressant or a birth control pill, which doesn't address the root cause at all. And they're like, I just know it. I know my thyroid is off. I know something is going on, but I just can't get any answers from the conventional medical system. And I'm like, you know what? You don't live and die by labs. You live and die by how you feel. So when your body's telling you, you should listen. Yes, that that trusting ourselves, trusting our body. Um, exactly. I mean, we can talk about all these different sort of tangents about this particular yes. topic. Yeah, you know, even down to things like human design to understand your exactly. your makeup, what you're supposed to be doing. What, and I've heard so many people that once they find out what what is a human design, what is that all about, then oh, that explains it. I I knew I wasn't. <laughs> this exactly. i knew i wasn't faking it or i wasn't making it up it makes sense so from exactly. from that kind of sort of um maybe more sort of spiritual more woo level through to a exactly. genetic level that ability to understand that i am right i'm telling you i'm feeling these things regardless of what anyone else says that validation exactly that, i think can be so empowering so with with your yes. clients once you allow them to understand and see that this they are right it is real mm -hmm. what how does that empower because just that knowledge can be enough to trigger the catalyst of change but what is it that, that actually really helps them to, to to work through and see once they have that bit of awareness yeah so i tell them ladies this is real it's not in your head it's not that your body is broken and some, something magically happens at age 40, but it's just that the way you respond to stress, your resilience to stress changes. Mm. And so I speak a little bit about what I call the hormonal orchestra, right? So hormones don't exist in isolation. It's like uh, an ensemble of players. And cortisol, the main stress hormone, is the conductor of the orchestra. So sometimes... If cortisol is super high and you're just running around like crazy pants, checking off monomaniacally stuff to do on your to-do list, your body doesn't understand. Our bodies were either built for survival or safety. So it doesn't understand that, okay, you know, Mary is just crazy busy. It thinks Mary is being chased by a tiger. And so there's two modes of operation for the autonomic nervous system. It's sympathetic or parasympathetic. So if you're in sympathetic dominance, you can't heal, you can't digest. That's not the place where you wanna be for your optimal fat burning hormone metabolism because the body is too busy keeping you alive. It's like, are you mm. kidding? I'm not gonna digest Mary's food. She's running from a tiger. So I've gotta be prepared, I've gotta be aware. Yeah, I've, gotta be I've gotta ready be prepared, for it. right. It's like, that's why it's called fight or flight. So all the blood rushes to the limbs or to the brain. So you can either fight the predator or flee. But if you can switch more into parasympathetic, which is the optimal place where all healing and regeneration happens. In fact, a lot of times, uh, many of my clients go on vacation, they eat a lot more richer fare, more calories than there, but they end up losing weight. And they're like, Rapina, guess what? I lost 10 pounds. And I'm like, yeah, because you know why? You leaned more into life. You smiled, you put down that mask you weren't so militant and didactic about your choices. So the body got the message, gosh, she's not being chased by a tiger. It's safe to let go. So it released that fact. 
Love that. The one shift. I mean, just human beings in general, but as business owners, it's yes. so important to bring your body back in to get away from that, you know, the, the stress area, get away from the, the dorsal because, oh my gosh, that, that ability to always be in fights or just freezing and not exactly. sure what to do. This is exactly. catastrophic to business owners and by association of business and probably all our relationships Huge. that come with that. So exactly. that one thing, allowing and eloquently understanding why why this happens it sounds so simple and once you get it, it's like oh yeah i get it now but understanding just having this that's one thing how do you help people to actually bridge that gap and actually take control of their their body so one of the the key tenets of of my program that i teach people is how to rewire their nervous system so that they're responding to stress versus reacting to stress right because i mean stress is ubiquitous even sometimes people when i ask them are you stressed they'll say no but then uh they'll say well i just came from an hour spinning class i'm like guess what you were just in an hour of spinning your body doesn't realize that you were doing this metabolic training it thinks that you, again, being chased by a tiger, saber-toothed tiger. So that is stress on the body because when you're doing one hour of chronic cardio, that creates something called cortisol poisoning. So it's a, the dose creates the poison, right? So it's about you know how to adapt your lifestyle, your, your diet, your, your movement, your sleep, all of that in midlife because things change. So the, if, if you, the same old tools and tricks that you used in the past don't work. So it's about sort of understanding what's happening with your hormones and how can you modulate that so that you can really thrive in midlife. Yeah. I mean, we're all slightly different. We all, we're, yeah, all the rules different are different. Things. Me exactly. personally, as a guy entering, you know, when I hit 40, your body starts to reactively, it's harder to put on muscle. It's slightly exactly. different. The genetics do tweak. Exactly. So you're right. All these things that used to work, it's, it's yeah. not quite the same anymore, but it's not quite the same. Don't Absolutely. just get used to it. What yeah. can you do if you want to do something? Yes. If you're looking for business growth, personal growth, physical growth, okay, what what needs to change and evolve to get there? So I love that that's a fundamental part of you know how you coach your women through this this time in their life. Absolutely, and and the most important, as you know, Mark in any entrepreneur's world, I mean, 80% is mindset, right? So the first thing I have them do is embrace an elimination diet. And I'm like, you can stop rolling your eyes. It's not the conventional elimination diet, but I want you to eliminate guilt, anger, shame, resentment for a week, an hour, 10 minutes or 10 seconds, whatever is available to you and see how your hormones bloom, right? Because that that internal dialogue, that self-chatter is the most important thing. The, the immune system is always eavesdropping on our thoughts and then manifest the biology and the chemistry to correlate with those thoughts. So if you are walking around thinking, oh my gosh, my mother had the BRCA gene and I'm doomed for breast cancer or my dad had type two diabetes and I'm heading down that path, then that self-talk and self-chatter is almost guaranteeing it's the recipe for attracting that. And so that goes such a long way. And so it's called pruning those old synaptic connections and sprouting new ones, right? That's the science of neuroplasticity and psychoneuroimmunology is really the science of how your thoughts affect your biology. 
And so just, I, I have them uh, just uh, three times a day, put a timer on their iPhone and just notice, be the witness, what thoughts were you having in that moment? And it was, and most of them are amazed. They're like, I had no idea that I had so many unconscious thoughts in my head about being broken and about worry and and this and that. And no wonder I'm I'm having all these symptoms. I'm like, yeah, you think you're not stressed, but unconsciously you're, you're you're just immersed in this milieu of negative thoughts. And which just to quote you from earlier that but we've normalized it we've normalized these exactly. the worries that come in we've normalized exactly. these negative thoughts so to catch them well first of all to notice that they're there is is a skill to start with then to catch exactly. it in the moments um, exactly. and say you know, even just a one pause practice in the moment yeah. I don't entertain those thoughts and let it go but you have exactly. to catch it first so you have to uh, catch it awareness is the first step. And you, and you don't have to feel this way. You don't, some people have, have uh, memorized guilt where they feel like this is, this is who I am. This is not who you are. Right. So it's, it's, it's about exactly, like I said, rewiring that nervous system, pruning those old synaptic connections, sprouting new ones, and then embodying the new. So your body can say, okay, now I remember I'm actually love and I'm joy that those are my natural states, but I've memorized these other emotions to the point that I feel that it's normal. Yeah. I always say no. normalism is, is uh, just a recipe for mediocrity, right? Because even for, for in, in conventional medicine, when they say, oh, your labs are normal, that's just the disease, the bell-shaped curve for a diseased population. So do you want to be compared to a diseased population or somebody who is thriving, right? So in functional medicine, we have clinically optimal and then there's normal. So clinically optimal catches things way ahead of time. Like in functional medicine, they want to, I've had people come to me with their uh, blood glucose levels at 100, right? And their doctors say, oh, no, you're, you're okay. You may be a little pre-diabetic, but it's okay. We won't do anything. But suddenly when they hit that 125, now you're type 2 diabetic. And now here you go. Here's your prescription for metformin. But they were already brewing disease five, six years earlier and could have been caught. But it's this, this myth of, oh, you're normal. So Mm. in functional medicine, anything over 85, 87, you're already pre-diabetic. So we catch it a lot lot earlier and that's clinically optimal versus normal. Does that make sense? Absolutely. To be able to put in a bucket with everyone else. Yes. You're you're unique. And also this bucket is set out for, as you said, it's, it's fixing it rather than looking at the cause, catching it early. And people can argue and I'm not getting into this argument right now with with anyone at home who's listening in, but there's that, the medical, they can't look after everyone and be the, do all the pre-work because there's Mm -hmm. just not enough funds. They don't have the resources to do all this. So they have to do what, what they can, which is allowing all of us to make our own choices and then fix the problem rather than set the foundation early. It's a shame, but that's kind of where things are. So I hold space for our resources. It, it is a compromise. So it's within ourselves to want to take it that next step further. And that's exactly where you, know, you come in, specifically to guide and yeah. help people through that. That's fantastic. So, but I want to go behind the scenes now because, oh my gosh, with all this, you know that it's it's all about the mind. It's about mindset. It's about the perception and the beliefs that we have. 
It's about how to manage our body through stressful times and good times. However, even though you know all of this stuff as a business owner, oh my gosh, isn't it still tough to, to go through this and grow a business, uh, work with your clients, put yourself out there and care for people and also maintain yourself. So talk to me about what it's been like for you, you know, maybe more recently as you've gone through growing your business, serving so many people and also taking care of yourself at the same time. Oh, gosh, yeah, I have a super juicy story to tell. So like I said, I've been on this path, uh, but I didn't choose this path of health coaching. It chose me. Prior to that, I was an MBA, uh, like probably many of your uh, audience, just uh, very focused on, on my career and had no clue about nutrition and stress management and all of that. And so I've had multiple dark nights of the soul with my own health, which really brought me to my knees. And I found functional medicine and, and uh, neuroplasticity and all of that went down those, those, those rabbit holes to discover my own um, cure, so-called. But I'm still not completely on the other side. I truly believe that health is not a destination. It's a journey, right? Because even when you get to that elusive, no evidence of disease for somebody with cancer, there's still stuff going on all the time. And like I said, we're, we're not linear beings having a linear existence. So progress is not one, two, three linear. It's often two steps forward and one step backwards. So it's just knowing that you're, you're on this journey and that whatever happens, I always now truly believe that this is happening for me and not to me. The darkest of diagnoses, like I've gone through breast cancer and for the first time, I didn't feel victimized. I realized that I created it at some level, unconsciously, unconsciously, but I created it. And so the beauty of that is that it freed me from the victim model, right? Because if I created it, I can uncreate it. That taking back control. That yeah, is, taking back control. Exactly. It's hard. It's so tough. And there are nuances to this. But that ability to hold space for, on some level, well, where did I create this? What am I responsible for? What role did I play in this? And exactly. Hold that level. And as you said eloquently, if I created it, boy, I can change it. Exactly. That's empowerment. Exactly right. Exactly. I was speaking to a, another naturopath doctor, and uh, she had this show called Empowering Remission for Women with Breast Cancer. And she told me, she's like, I don't think uh, many of my breast cancer patients feel the same way that you do. And I said, you know oh, what? This cancer has been the greatest gift, the blessing for me, because I have been really able to see into my own personality and my thoughts and beliefs that were creating this hurt and woundedness. So the universe gifted me with this giant wound on my chest that to remind me, it's a moment to moment mirror of my own internal state and terrain. And when I started blessing it and honoring it and loving it, it started shrinking and blessing me back. And when I started going into fear and self-doubt, oh my God, uh, I didn't choose the conventional cut, burn, poison, and I chose a, a radically different route. When I started doubting myself, it started getting worse. So it was a moment-to-moment -moment, uh, mirror of what was happening in my internal state. Mm. And that's, I think, that empowerment, that awareness or understanding to bring that into your into yourself as a business owner. 
that's exactly. must have served you well as obviously it's not i'm starting my business and then the money flows and the people come around and it's everything's amazing it's everything needs yeah. work and time and exactly so how have you been able to manage that kind of roller coaster which has not always been plain sailing what challenges did you actually get hung up on that maybe you look back now and think oh oh you silly thing i it was always fine but even someone with your expertise still gets caught up in the moment at times. Well, to be honest, Mark, when I was first diagnosed with breast cancer, it felt like the biggest slap in my face, right? Because all this while I had been a hormone expert teaching women exactly how to heal estrogen dominance, which my cancer is an estrogen receptor positive cancer. And I'm like, how is this possible? I was already the poster child for an anti-cancer diet. So puritanical about sugar-free, grain-free, dairy-free, lectin-free, and all of this. Uh, very, very mindful with my meditation and movement and all of that. But then I realized as Hippocrates said, it's not just you are what you eat on your plate, but you are what you consume through your consciousness. And I was still having those limiting thoughts, beliefs of feeling alone, feeling isolated, feeling like nobody had my back, feeling mm -hmm. wounded. And, and, and that's why I manifested this. So in my case, it wasn't a, a, a deficiency. It wasn't a, a deficiency of diet or nutritional deficiencies or having a, you know, too many processed carbs or sugars. But for many others, it is right. So it's a it's a multifactorial disease, and sometimes you just have to get really honest and listen. Okay, well, what it? I know I've got the diet thing down pat, right? But what else is going on that created this? And really sitting in the fire of that discomfort and and dying to the old self, to the old beliefs, to the old, uh, uh, in my case, like I said, that feeling of hurt and woundedness. And every time I was triggered, I would tell myself, nobody is doing this to you. You are doing it to yourself, right? In the most loving and gentle way. So that then I could just not, I, and I could shorten that refractory period. As human beings, we all react. When we're triggered, we react. The question is, how long do you react? And so with all of this training, I found that now previously something that would happen, I would milk it and nurse it for a week. Now I can let go in maybe an hour, you know? I'm like, all right, this happened. And so just like birds, you can flap your wings and release it and get back to the present moment. Beautiful. That, that awareness, it saves, as you said, it saves, it can save months, weeks, days, yes. hours. Just think what, as an entrepreneur, what else can happen when we don't get so triggered by this? But there yeah. are always, you, you've mentioned a number of things here. So let's go on the, the full, the full caboodle of the human experience. You said, yeah. and I heard this so many times, it's 80% mindset. Correct. And I always hold space for that. What I like to think of is it's actually 33%. Because if you look at all the foundations, you've eloquently described the mind. Okay, so the, the mental part of it, which is the 80 that most people talk about, that's one of the most powerful. But that's only one third. You've got the mind. The other third is the body. You spoke about the nervous system. You spoke about the, the brain waves and, and neurochemicals that we all have. Exactly. What's missing? The next thing is, and it's what prompted this, 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 this rant of mine, because you're talking about, okay, I'm dieting well. So I look at what else? It was the thought patterns. But outside mm -hmm. of that, there's the environmental, everything outside of yourself. So the people you surround yourself with, the environment, the places, the technology, 
all these connectivity challenges. So even yeah. having the right mindset, even having the right body connection and maintenance, there's another whole one third of aspects that can sort of come in. So exactly as, as you've grown your business, the mental, you'll continue to work on this. It's a journey. You're leveling up, you're changing and that evolves. Your body is doing the same thing. What's it been like for you externally with you know, the beliefs that you bring in from maybe clients because it's hard to hold space. Maybe it's other people, family members, um, society giving wrong messages that maybe it comes lovingly, but oh my gosh, it mm. can have an impact. So let's just finish off by talking about the, the external. How have you been able to work through that and what, what challenges have maybe you found along the way personally? That's such a great point. So I think uh, one of the things, like my, my sister is a medical doctor, right? And she's always said that nobody can be as disciplined as you, right? She's she Because she was my client briefly and she's like, I, I can't do it. I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, mm. well, I'm not asking you to get to that level. I've been doing this for 10 years, intermittent fasting and all of that. She's like, this is too hard and I can't do it. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to be like me. But I think she sort of planted that 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 seed of doubt, which yeah. makes me feel like, well, maybe I'm just too much, you know, and it's hard for people to attain that. But again, with my clients, I meet them with love and reverence wherever they are in their journey. And I never expect them to be at that level, because if I ask them to do everything that I'm doing, all the biohacks, they'll run in the opposite direction. But if they've been doing this, like I have for 10 years, then of course, it's easier to assimilate and your body adapts. So I think unknowingly, sometimes family members or even another thing, like one of my best friends said, oh, gosh, your programs are so expensive. And I'm like, well, let's dive into that. What is expensive, right? You and your friends buy a Chanel bag for $10,000. You don't think that that's expensive. How much return of investment do you get from that bag? Versus a program that radically changes your health and sets you up for the second half of your life, you consider that expensive. So again, it's like, it's is it is it is it a cost or is it an investment? Oh, and, the, the investment yes. of prevention is yes. so much cheaper than, than medical disease fees. care. Dizzy. Yes, exactly. exactly. Right. But it's hard. Right. Again, we're back to human nature. Yes, we're not being chased by the saber-toothed tiger, but also mm -hmm. change is hard. And it's so easy to avoid yes. these things because yes. they're not happening oh. yet. So it's fine. The, so it sounds like it's 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 the human condition that we're all battling, whether it's mm -hmm. the avoidance of not doing this, whether it's trying to manage our body through these situations, or whether it's trying to translate what loving family members or friends or whoever is saying that it may be meant in the right way but it has an impact it can have an even someone with your experience Absolutely. and the amazing work that you do still can be sort of sidetracked whether it's for a month or a day i know you're easy to get yourself back on track but it means a lot so i want to just highlight that because it's i think anyone listening who's going through a business level up maybe a, a pivot in your, in your, in your relationships or what you're trying to do for work. Does it serve you? Is it yours? These beliefs, these challenges, are they yours? And if they're not, 
oh my gosh, what can you do to let them go? It sidetracked every single one of us. That is huge, Mark, what you just said. Is it yours, right? Because then when my friends were like, well, yeah, your programs are so expensive. I'm like, well, okay, that's your opinion. But actually my clients don't feel that after they've gone through the program. They're like, it's in, it's priceless, right? So thanks for sharing, but I'm not taking that on because you feel it's expensive. You haven't gone through it. And to you, maybe a Chanel bag is not expensive. And I'm, I'm not judging, right? It's whatever you think that makes you feel a certain way. Mm. For some, maybe it's Chanel bag. For some, maybe it's functional medicine program that teaches them how to rewire the nervous system and uh, change their lifestyles. So, Fantastic. I know what I'd buy and it wouldn't be a Chanel bag. It doesn't quite suit me, so it's not going to help. It's not not you. (laughs) Rapina, thank you so, so much for sharing with us today, not only your business and what you do, but behind the scenes. What it's like for you as you you navigate this world with all of us, even with your knowledge, it's um, we're all in this together. So thank you so much for for being so open and sharing with us today. Absolutely. I I think that I always say I'm not a sage on the stage, but I'm someone who's lived this and walked through this. And that's really what uh, fuels my passion to pay it forward because so many women are suffering in silence, right? And they think again, like this is the way it's gonna be after 40, it's all downhill. No, that's just a limiting belief. And there's so much you can do. You don't have to suffer in silence. So I'm really passionate about paying it forward from, from all the work that I've done. Well, thank you. And look, if, if people are, are curious and want to get in touch, where can they find you? Best place is through my website, zen-trition.com. So it's like the word nutrition, but you just replace N-U with zen, zen-trition.com. And uh, yeah, we can, we can if this uh, resonates with you, I'd love to get on a call and, and discover more about your challenges and see how I can be of service. Super stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious, we're like, hell yes, this is what I need. Go and check it out. But again, Rapina, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Morik. Thank you for having me. It was an absolute honor. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. See you next time. Bye.